0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravoed podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada. I'm here with my co-host Armin. How you doing? You know,
1: I'm not mad. I'm not excited either. I'm nothing.
0: (laughs) Great line. I mean, shout out to Dorinda. A great play on hers.
1: Dorinda always
0: delivers the great iconic line. She's clear. She's like the most quotable behind. I think Luann. Or no. I mean, all the New York girls are just super quotable.
1: Yes, they are, they are all quotable for sure. Sonia gives us great quotes.
0: Ramona gives amazing quotes.
1: Unintentionally, but she did Still, give us turtle time.
0: I mean... Ramona gives us a lot. And she gave us a lot towards the end of this episode as well.
1: And Bethany's the most witty. Yeah, they all deliver, except for Tinsley. But she does deliver on the court, the tennis court, that is. We'll talk about that later. Which we will talk about.
0: (laughs) Um, If you don't catch what's going on, we are talking Real Housewives of New York, Rony. It is our Rony recap um and we're on episode what is this two? two we're just getting fresh we're just getting started last <laughs> week was the premiere we talked about that it was a very emotional episode yeah i was in tears um this was bit more of
1: back to the Rony vibe
0: yeah it was lots fun. of laughs i was yes. cracking up i had some i had some time when i was laughing and then the drama just really kicks into full gear this episode in regards to luann and so uh, sorry not sonia luann and dorinda and barbara and ramona so, yep. it looks like it's And Ramona exciting. and Luann. And Ramona and everyone, <laughs> uh, as it always is. Roni always finds
1: a way to have the drama, but they could still bake in the humor, which is what I appreciate about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, it's, it's always a good time. Yeah, it never gets too dark. It well, really doesn't. It doesn't. But before we get started talking about the episode... Let's just remind our listeners how they can follow us. So we're on Twitter and Instagram by searching Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And also make sure you are subscribed so you don't ever miss a Rony recap or any other recaps that we do of all your other favorite Bravo shows. Um, You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, and Spotify. So any of the places that you listen, you could just click subscribe and make sure you don't miss a single thing.
1: And follow Eddie. At Eddie underscore Estrada. Thanks. We normally save that for the end of the episode, but I think people sometimes people skip the very end because they know we're wrapping up. So let's throw that in the beginning. Follow Eddie.
0: That's really nice. I I don't really need the follows. <laughs> i've got enough of you. no it's not it's not that (laughs) not that i mean that way but i appreciate it armin of course um okay so you're not ramina which is what luann called sonia when she gave her call so the last episode ended with all the ladies either in the hamptons or traveling to the hamptons we saw tinsley driving sonia in a quite humorous scene um up to the hamptons And they finally arrive. So Luann was calling Sonia to see if she's getting all settled in. (laughs) She calls her a traitor because, as you know, Sonia is staying with Ramona. And she
1: is a traitor. I mean. I'm kidding. I I love Sonia.
0: I don't know whose side I'm on right now. I think I'm leaning (laughs) more toward Dorinda. Well, we'll get there. But we'll get there. Um, As Sonia said, she switches off between
1: Ramona's place and Luann's place when she visits the Hamptons each summer. So I get it. Sonya's just trying to play Peacemaker this early on in the season. And somebody has to, right? That, that always happens in every franchise. You have the two very distinct
0: teams and there's like one floater. Someone who's, yeah, just can float between both. Usually it's like Dolores or... Right, for Ranj. For Ronge yes. it's like Dolores, um, Beverly Hills. I would say it was kind of...
1: Uh, Who is the floater? Kyle? Kyle, yeah, it is Kyle. But it,
0: Kyle's always been the glue, because it was sh- the bo- show was based off her. But in, yeah. in Roni this season, it's Sonia. It's totally um, Sonia. But it seems like she did pick the wrong house to be in, because everyone hates Ramona. <laughs> Barbara hates Ramona. Bethany doesn't want to be around Ramona. Luann would rather have a cocktail and face jail time than be with Ramona. I mean, Ramona's crazy, and... I wouldn't want to be too much around Ramona either. Ramona
1: can be uncool,
0: but I understand. I understand why Sonia is is staying with her. I mean, yeah, it's her it's her year. They're like divorced parents; like it's her year to have me at the <laughs> right. Hamptons. That's exactly um, it. But no, I I think she realizes that that house that has Luann and Barbara and Bethany is going to be very clicky. Anyways, I feel like she wouldn't have fit in there.
1: And it's a numbers game too because Tinsley drove Sonya up there. So if Tinsley, so if Sonya went to stay with Luann, then Tinsley would have to. And all of a sudden it's just like Dorinda and Ramona cooped up in this big house
0: and then everybody else in the cast in another house. It's a numbers
1: game as much as anything. It
0: totally is. And it's blondes versus brunettes, which I'm kind of loving. Right. Uh
1: Ramonia also has a
0: special bond. We can never forget that. Like no matter how many times Ramona wrongs Sonia and the rest of the cast, Ramonia lives on. Ramonia will always live on, and they are the best duo out there. Uh Luann invites Sonia to her dinner that she's having that night, but she does not invite anyone else. Right. Which is kind of clear. I mean, she's on the outs with Dorinda. She does not like Ramona. And, I mean, kind of Tinsley's just looped in there, I guess. She's not close with Tinsley. She's not close with Tinsley. (laughs) Let's just keep it real. (laughs) Let's just be as real as we can. But I was laughing at this because basically they're going to have two separate dinners, which it's so funny because they're in the Hamptons, and it was, like, so much like Summer House because that's how Summer House season started. It was like they had to do their separate dinners because there was drama starting out. So I'm, like, thinking there must be something with the Hamptons and these, like, separate dinners. Like, it's... (laughs) It's one of those things that I'm like, I'm like thinking, okay, if I go to the Hamptons, who do I have to be in a fight with so that I can choose a dinner that I go to? Or I could be a, you always have to fight with someone, Eddie. I don't always have to fight with someone. You always have to fight with someone. You know, sometimes two people just make me mad. (laughs) Uh, But at Luann's dinner, she said, cheers to bringing the A-team together.
1: Right. That's the A-team. Everyone who was there for her intervention, right? Except for Sonia. But
0: you know, Sonya's always the straw that stirs the drink, so you gotta have her there. I love that the star straw that stirs the drink. So at this dinner is Luann, Barbara, Bethany, and Anne, which has been Luann's friend that's popped in and out. She's that blonde girl that you see. But Luann starts telling a story about why she went back to rehab, and Armin, tell the listeners how this went down. What what was the situation?
1: So. Luanne starts getting super erratic and basically she relapses and in this time period, she decides that she is hell-bent on purchasing a $6 million home in upstate New York. And if you don't know, that's just not a great deal. It's not great location, it's overpriced, like I guess she's probably getting a massive property I mean, no offense to anyone who lives in upstate New York. Oh uh, yeah, no offense. Like Seriously. I almost went to Syracuse. Yeah, no, like zero offense. But for Luann, who has to live in Manhattan three or four months of the year, she can't live in upstate New York and film Real Housewives. Who also uh has her kids already all grown up. So she doesn't need a lot of space, right? Yeah. If she had a bunch of kids running around and she wants a ton of space, give them playrooms and this and that, okay, maybe. But it's just her living in this like massive property. It would make zero sense. And everyone around her understands that, that she's just having this breakdown. So anyway, she's desperate to buy this $6 million home, but she doesn't have the money. Apparently, at some point, she starts begging Bethany. To give her the six million dollars and look, Bethany's good for it, but that's a lot of money.
0: That's too much money. And
1: I don't think any friend wants to hold their other friend like in debt for six million dollars, no matter how well well off they are. Yeah, Yeah. like Luann could probably make it happen over the course of a couple decades, but Luann's not like dumb money rich. No, she's not.
0: Bethany's the richest out of all of these. Yeah, I mean
1: she sold. Skinny girl for a hundred million dollars, and this so and she's this, rolling in dough. And
0: this rental property, she's making like a hundred thousand off each year. Every two months. Every two months. In eight weeks, she rented it out for a hundred
1: fifteen thousand dollars. It only costs eighty thousand to upkeep for an entire year. So in two months, she made forty five thousand dollars profit for the whole year. She doesn't even have to rent it out for the rest of the year. But if she does, then she's really raking in dough.
0: She's the richest bitch
1: on this show. (laughs) She she
0: needs to move to Beverly Hills.
1: She is by far, but still, again, it would put a strain on the friendship. You don't want to hold that over your friend. Yeah, no, you. you A six million dollar loan—that's insane. So Bethany doesn't want to do it, but Luann is going nuts and saying that Bethany's a bad person for not loaning me six million dollars. It's like, no, Bethany's actually looking out for you.
0: But But she would have sold her soul for that
1: house, Armin. (laughs) That's how obsessed she was. Thankfully, her friends were there for her and they stop her from going through with this insane purchase and they are also able to get her to rehab. Because in reality, she didn't want this house. She was just going through a lot emotionally because of what was happening with her kids and the relapse and whatnot. So that's why and the arrest this dinner is and happening. Tom and all you know, there's a lot all going of it, on. The mountain of shit. So but, I thought that was fascinating to hear
0: the details. Yeah, it was really interesting. And I'm really glad she got the help that She needed, even though we do know that she broke parole recently. But, you know. All right. but we're not saying well, anything.
1: Thankfully, she hasn't been punished for it, she's being given another chance. Uh, she just hasn't been attending her meetings and hasn't been doing the tests that she needs to do to prove her sobriety. So, because she's not sober, well, hey, that's a rumor, that's a rumor, Eddie. We're not in the rumor business here on Hot ha- Hot and Bravo. We're just kind of in the rumor business.
0: <laughs> Bitch, I I've been in the rumor business. I started rumor business.
1: <laughs> You're the CEO I'm of the rumor CEO business.
0: I'm the CEO of rumor business. But look, hopefully she's going to attend her AA
1: meetings going forward, and she'll take her sobriety test.
0: I mean, she could take them. We don't know if she'll pass. She'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right i I was pretty la- I was pretty amused by the difference between the brunette's dinner and the blonde's dinner because the blonde's dinner has Ramona. And I think that just says enough. That's enough of a difference right there. Ramona's a wild card. Ramona is probably the queen of the flirts. We find out this night, you know, (laughs) she like flirted with some guys, but they were all gay. And then someone asked just to have a baby with her. And she makes this comment about how she wouldn't want to have a child who's 10 when she's 70, let alone have a child that was 10 when she's 50. Now this hits Tinsley pretty hard because... If Tinsley were to have a kid, it would be 10 when she was 50.
1: Right. Yeah, she she was pretty hurt by it. Visibly hurt. I think Dorinda did a good job of kind of like Being subduing like, Just her. ignore Ramona. So, yeah, it's, that's just Ramona for you. It's so funny how often Ramona puts her foot in her mouth. She just doesn't think about any she other has person. No,
0: she's just so selfish and so yeah. narcissistic that she has no idea that the words like that she's saying and just spewing off like directly affect those <laughs> around her. She was literally just saying, She's like, I don't want to be you, Tinsley. I don't wanna be an old mother like you, Tinsley. And it's like Ramona, read the room.
1: If she had a modicum of tact, she'd realize that Tinsley's in that
0: exact predicament, so she wouldn't say that. I mean, we really realize that Ramona doesn't have tact when her tennis coach comes over to the house. So this is after the dinner. Tinsley gets over it clearly because her and Ramona are going to be taking tennis lessons from Ramona's tennis pro. And as Dorinda so eloquently put, at this point, Ramona loves to flirt so much, she hires people to be around her to flirt with. Like, she hired this guy and is just flirting with him.
1: She has the swimming instructor. Now she has the (laughs) tennis instructor. It's, it's verging on prostitution here.
0: Yeah, but she... I mean, clearly this tennis pro was like, we've made the boundaries very clear, Ramona. Right. Like, this is not happening. But he is interested a bit, it seems, in Tinsley because she's super good at tennis. And we come to find out, not only was she ranked nationally, she was also played for, for Columbia. She's a baller. She's cra- And she was so good out there. Like, you could tell she is an athlete. and Excellent I. Excellent form. I loved I was impressed. that. See, I'm not a tennis person. I took lessons for like a summer and I barely know how to do it. I'm really good at Mario tennis and Wii tennis. Like, I could kick some butt on it. video game tennis, but put me out... Same thing. Put me out in the field, <laughs> I ain't getting no love. That's what they
1: call it, the tennis field.
0: The tennis field. Yeah, next and there's time love in it, right? Lots of love on yeah, the tennis so field. Yeah, so I ain't getting no love on the tennis field. Who was your t- favorite tennis player? Um, I'm really good with Luigi, so he's probably my favorite. <laughs> but my, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> my me on Wii tennis is pretty good too. <laughs> Those are my favorites. Okay. I know Serena Williams, but Ramona was so jealous of Tinsley. Oh my god, she was so jealous. So she was trying to like show off and like be better than her. And Tinsley's like, okay, whatever. And then she's like, well, I'm gonna end because I'm t- I'm tired. Like I worked out, I worked early, I worked out an hour this morning. And the coach was like, okay, sounds good. And is like still playing with Tinsley. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I did some cardio, I did cardio, and you know, I did core, uh, core info, core yesterday and today. So I'm just tired. He's like, my tennis game is like great. really off because I haven't played in like over a month. It's, yeah.
1: No, Ramona, you're it, just not that good at it's tennis. It's like
0: all the excuses in the book. It's like typical Ramona.
1: But if you remember in season 1 there was a whole tennis pro storyline and I think it was Ramona and Jill who were kind of like battling it out for tennis supremacy. I just love how
0: competitive Ramona can get. I mean, Jill probably wins for tennis. Like she is always playing tennis. That woman her Instagram, she's like, I'm playing tennis. Like, well, I'm at the tennis court. I know. Didn't it's a they court do now. doubles? I
1: swear there was like a Ramona and Mario double scene. I I want to watch that back. I feel again. like
0: there is. I 100 yeah. percent remember that now.
1: Oh my We gotta gosh. watch it back. I'm loving the uh shift in um scheduling for for shooting because you know, now that they've moved back the shooting schedule, so they're uh filming in September, right? Around September. Yeah. We are getting these, you know, Summer in the Hamptons scenes that are great that we haven't been getting recently. I love the Summer in the Hamptons yeah. scenes. and
0: that's how Roni started back in the day. I like that they're back to this because it's, it, they're a lot more fun, I feel like. When it gets towards winter, it gets really dark always, and that's, like, hard because it's the holidays It, like, and all darkens stuff. the mood. Yeah, I like that they're in the summer, too. I think it's a good call. It's fun. Um, But speaking of summer, Ramona has a really bad, like, jab at Luann. She's so, so after tennis, her and Sonia are talking and basically, and Dorinda. and Dorinda and basically Ramona says, how do you only go to rehab for 14 days? And that's not rehab. That's vacation, which I mean, she's not wrong, but like, well, it was really rude to say because I think Luann is trying or at least wants people to think she's trying I don't know much about rehab. That's the thing. I I, rem- I know it's like, I want to say like forty days.
1: Really, because that's the only way to do it legitimately. I don't know.
0: I'm not. I'm not an expert on rehab. I just remember, or maybe it's twenty one days. I feel like there's a movie, twenty seven days, <laughs> twenty seven dresses. I'm not sure, <laughs> but not not taking like this in light at all. I'm right. not entirely sure what it is. But Dorinda I mean, and Ramona week, are
1: super skeptical.
0: I think for every person, it's different. And I think, and I think, if it only took Luann two weeks, it only took Luann two weeks. Like, you know, I don't think she has that massive of like a problem that she needs to work through. I think she just needed some time away. But like, I don't know.
1: I also don't think there's any mandatory term. If you're a volunteer patient, yeah, you go in, you go out when you want.
0: Yeah, I think she. I mean, it's just Ramona trying to be stirring the pot. Stirring the but pot. Dorinda's on her side with this. No, Dorinda is on her side because Dorinda's very upset by this entire situation. And we see that Ramona didn't even have to stir the pot because Sonia reveals it at the dinner. Barbara started going over who was invited to her clam bake at her house. And she had told Sonia, oh, just bring Tinsley, which leaves Ramona out, which we knew because. Ramona ignores Barbara at everything, so why would Barbara even want to invite her in the first place? And it leaves out Dorinda. Who is now uninvited. Who is now uninvited. So Dorinda flips her switch and is like, well, I'm just gonna call her and see if I'm uninvited. So she calls Barbara and basically is like...
1: And a part of it, too, is that Sonia explains to Dorinda that Barbara believes that before Dorinda can see Luann... Like at the clam bake? At
0: the clam bake, yeah.
1: Dorinda has to call Luann. And Dorinda wants no part of that shit. She's telling Sonia, it's not going to happen. I am not calling Luann.
0: So she calls Barbara instead to let her know that yep. she will not be calling <laughs> Luann. And she explains again that she made a mistake. It was her first mistake in 13 years of friendship. Yes, it was a big one, but she apologized profusely for four months afterwards to land to Luann's upturned nose. I understand where Dorinda's coming from. When you apologize to someone and they are so hurt by something, I think it's something that they're internalizing. And I think Luann is internalizing this. And if she really wants to move forward, then, and she really wants a relationship with Dorinda, then she should kind of lay back and, Accept the apology that Dorinda given, but if she really doesn't want this friendship, she can hold this grudge all she wants. And I think it's kind of telling that she hasn't made an effort on her end to accept the apologies that Dorinda has given, or even have a conversation when Dorinda was ready to have those conversations in the first place. I think that's very telling of her and, wh- and how she wants this relationship to go. I do not think she wants to be friends with Dorinda again. I think she was looking for a way out, and this is her way out. I don't agree. At all. You don't?
1: Here is the problem with Dorinda's premise. Dorinda has not apologized a million times. She did. When? Maybe off camera, but here's the thing. So she
0: has to apologize on camera?
1: No, no, but here is my point. If she was truly apologetic, then she wouldn't be going around saying, why do I even have to apologize everything I said was true? I think a part of this is that Luann feels like Dorinda isn't contrite with her apology, if she even did give one. And it's true. We see it. Dorinda doesn't think she should apologize. She doesn't believe she did anything wrong. She's saying, look, everything I said was true. It's not a big deal. So that's a huge hole in her premise that I've apologized a million times, yet Luann has been trashing me, so why do I have to apologize again? Wait, you have not apologized in the first place. So until you can show some contrition and genuinely apologize, you're just not going to be in good terms
0: with Luann. And I understand that from Luann's perspective. But I understand Dorinda's perspective where in the situation, Dorinda was very drunk, yes. And Luann kind of came after Dorinda and had been making comments about Dorinda's drinking for a while. Which was wrong. Which was wrong in the first place. And I agree with that. Yes. Yes. And so Dorinda came back. She came back a lot bigger. And she said some things that were hurtful.
1: Like really awful.
0: That were really awful. But I think what she's saying here is I think she's apologized for the way that she made Luann feel because she didn't want to be that friend, that person to Luann. But she's not going to say... She doesn't want to lay down and be like, oh, I should have never said, like, I'm, I, those things were untrue. I wasn't trying to, like, I'm sorry for all of those things I said because, you know what, she said those things and they are true. And, yeah, they hurt. And she apologized for the way that she made them feel, but she doesn't have to apologize for who she is, and she doesn't have to prostrate herself in front of Luann. And I think that's where she's coming from. And she doesn't want to be like, oh Luann, I'm so sorry for everything. You're right. I'm wrong. You did nothing wrong that prompted me, you know, like I just want to like apologize to you and just let you know that you're okay and I'm okay if you're okay. Okay. Because but to me I, cause yeah. honestly, I had someone try to do that to me recently and I was just like, F this. There was things that you're wrong in that I called you out that you were wrong in. If you're still holding on to this, this is on you. I've apologized for the ways I made you feel. And I because you
1: apologized, I Dorinda did. has not apologized. L- L- I don't that buy about, that. Okay. Oh, she said don't, it, but but I you don't, don't, don't have see
0: to buy. It. You don't see behind the scenes. I believe Dorinda has apologized. I don't
1: believe it. Okay, and we've seen Dorinda be super stubborn before, where she claims to have made amends, and you can very clearly see in instances in which she has claimed to make amends, in it didn't happen. It didn't go down like that because Dorinda doesn't want to give in at all. And I think Bethany had the most accurate statement of of, of everyone. When she said, it's like talking to a wall. Talking to Dorinda. Remember the next day in Colombia, Luann and Dorinda were... They walked
0: and she apologized. No,
1: but she didn't full on apologize. Remember Luann even called it out in the talking head like that wasn't a real apology?
0: She said, I'm sorry for the way I made you feel.
1: And that's that's a non-apology. That's the fakest apology.
0: How is that not an apology?
1: Because saying you're sorry for the way you made someone feel has an implication that you didn't say anything wrong, it's the recipient who is in the wrong, or not in the wrong, it's the recipient who is feeling a certain way about the words, and it's not the words themselves. But the the words that, Dorinda used, and the way she expressed herself is is the issue, and that's what Luane is trying to say. And and again, to go Personally, back to the point of I've, accuracy, of I, would, the words, I
0: apologize to people, and I say I'm sorry for the way I made you feel because I, I don't want people to feel that way. I'm sorry. But then I made you, you also feel have to that say, way.
1: but then you also have to say I'm sorry for what I said. I'm sorry for uh, I'm what sorry I said. And and I'm sorry made you feel that way. That's a bullshit apology. Okay, I don't agree with that. And again, Dorinda right now is saying she's not at fault. Everything she said was accurate. I want to attack that point real quick okay, maybe the veracity of what she said is there because, yeah, sure, Luann has had a mugshot. The point isn't that everything she said was accurate. It's the way she expressed herself by going, oh, yeah, well, I guess I could have a mugshot too. That's messed up to say to your friend. That's like beyond below the bell. Yeah, I mean, it's it's super rude.
0: I agree on that.
1: She's exploiting the lowest point in Luann's life to get at her.
0: But I think Luann was going... For a perceived thing that knew that she would hurt Dorinda so Dorinda was gonna like you cut me I'm gonna cut you back because you know it wasn't a
1: perceived thing though at the dinner Dorinda was starting to rev up because she she was was getting drunk
0: but that's something that you shouldn't be like oh Dorinda's starting again that's That's all she's no that's not so fucked up that's nothing that's so rude. If that's something that she's struggling with and she's going through and that's something that she's attacked for on national television, just as much as Luann is attacked for her arrest. The
1: mugshot comment. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm team Dorinda, I have to say. Far worse.
0: So basically, Dorinda's still talking to Barbara. We're going to go back to this because we're not going to be able to agree on this. And she says, I'm not mad, I'm nothing, which means I'm past this. And I totally get that. She's not mad about the situation. She's nothing about the situation because in her mind and in her situation, this is a non-problem because she's apologized. It's Luann who's still creating this drama between them, which I agree on at this point.
1: Um, Dorinda but, says that, but you could tell she's mad.
0: I mean, she's are a, we going to be real about this? No, I think she's mad at Barbara. I think she's no, mad she at,
1: is mad at Luann. She was crying the
0: last episode. She's clearly agitated. Well, she's upset that all the other women are icing her out because of Luann. It's like Queen Luann right now. I'm sorry. So,
1: and I love Dorinda. You know how much I love. Dorinda. I do, she's but she's just wrong right now.
0: And I love Luann, but I I I think Dorinda is right in this situation, yeah. but. Basically, Dorinda doesn't want to give in because she's so stubborn and uninvites herself from the party. So she's the only one, besides Ramona, who will not be going to the clam bake. And she decides to text Luann. And so Dorinda decides to text <laughs> Luann. Now, this was so funny. Like, as for as much as we are arguing right now, we can agree that this was hilarious. So, with Ramona coaching her, uh. Dorinda decides to send a quote from one of the world's greatest philosophers.
1: When you haven't forgiven those who've hurt you, you turn your back against the future. When you do forgive, you start walking forward. Tyler Perry.
0: <laughs> Tyler Perry, that was hilarious. I was dying. Hilarious. I did the worst. That was the worst Medea impersonation I think I could have ever done. I've never was, seen a Medea film. You've never? No. Oh my gosh, she it She, Tyler Perry is re- retiring Medea after this movie. This is the final Medea. I didn't
1: even know there was a Medea movie coming out.
0: Yes, and it's the final one. He's retiring the character. It's what, a big deal.
1: What's it called? Medea hits up the Hamptons. I, no, it's something
0: about a funeral. It's like Medea's family. Funeral I thought she already a did a funeral movie. No, this is another fu- funeral movie. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, who's, well, the thing was, was I turned to Armin and I was like, yeah, why would she send a quote from the lead singer of Aerosmith? <laughs> I Cause died. I, for, I, in my, I know who Tyler Perry is, but in my mind, I was thinking Steven Tyler and I thought Dorinda had sent it to Luann Cause Luann kind of looks like Steven Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I thought she was doing it as like a jab. <gasps> so that's where my mind went. Oh my gosh. Is that bad?
1: No, that's not bad. That's wonderful. I love the way your mind works. Thanks. <laughs>
0: I love the way it works too. Do you
1: really think Luann looks like Steven Tyler?
0: 1000%. I guess. Is you it the have jaw? To look at it. It's the jaw, it's the hair, it's the nose. Yeah. It's everything. Look at her again and you'll never unsee it. <laughs> I don't think I want to see it though. Like Steven I don't Tyler looks the Countess. Uh it's like the male version. Okay. Countess Steven Tyler. But Dorinda says, sends this text and everyone thinks it's bonkers. Luann thinks it's crazy. Bethany's cracking up crying about it. I love Bethany's
1: reaction because she's reading it and then she realizes it's from Tyler Perry and she's like, it's from Tyler Perry? I thought it was going to be from Gandhi. (laughs) (laughs) Which was a great moment.
0: It was great.
1: Uh, I'm not going to lie, the quote is well crafted.
0: It was a great quote. It's a good quote. I loved it. I'm going to be using it. Thank you, Tyler Perry, for your infinite wisdom.
1: I mean, Tyler Perry's a Billionaire, right? Yeah,
0: I would listen to him
1: off of his writing and directing and acting. So clearly he knows his shit. So we should quote Tyler Perry more often.
0: Okay, so <laughs> they the go to the clam bake um, Bethany, Barbara, and Luann because it is at Barbara's house and they're. Admiring the great work the house is, is, because Barbara's in construction, Mm -hmm. but Bethany has her pointers about the design. And if you don't know, Bethany is all about design, because she had a show, Bethany and Frederick, where she would design the homes that Frederick would sell. Right. Uh, So she's, you know, an entrepreneur, much like Barbara. But the blondes decide to get in the car and head over to... Barbara's party now we have the two invitees which is Sonia and her plus one Tinsley but also along for the ride is none other than a Ramona singer because that bitch likes to party and likes to party in a mess
1: messy ass Ramona
0: I cannot believe she was just like yeah I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna confront Barbara About the Luann situation, Luann Dorinda situation. Now, the way she's going to do this is hilarious. She has set everything up in 30-minute intervals. They're only going to be at the party for one hour because they told Dorinda they would only be at the party for one hour. So Ramona's going to go in, mingle for 30 minutes, and at the 30-minute marker, Tinsley comes up and taps her on the shoulder to remind her to go speak to Barbara. Because sometimes she's like a bull in a china shop. She just goes in and needs to rummage it up. But... Then, after 30 minutes, and we hit the hour mark, another tap on the shoulder must happen, and they must leave before the clock strikes big night, and their Hampton's Uber turns into a pumpkin.
1: What are the odds that Ramona sticks to the schedule?
0: I think Ramona's gonna be there for three hours yelling at Barbara. Easy. (laughs) shoving clams and mussels in her face. That's a really good clam, and I love the lobster, but you need to listen to me about Dorinda and Luan.
1: Ramona's either going to be there for five or six hours and be literally the last person to leave, or she's going to be there for like 10 minutes, cause a major, massive incident, and then be like forced to to leave. It's one or the other. There's no in-between. She is not pulling off this hour stunt it's just not happening i think she's yeah i think it's she's too well i think she's just
0: gonna go crazy way early yeah. and either leave or get
1: booted ramona never sticks to her uh, best laid plans you know they usually go haywire so uh, i'm expecting this too as well but this is just such a ramona move you know it's funny when we were watching you asked me do you think dorinda's going to go yeah and i said i don't think so Dorinda's definitely not going. She's too stubborn. She doesn't feel welcome.
0: I thought she was going to go.
1: And you thought she was going. But with Ramona, we were like, yeah, Ramona's going. Ramona is going to go because she has no shame. She has
0: no shame.
1: Shameless Ramona. All right. I think that's it. I think we did it all.
0: I think we hit it all. I mean, it was a good episode. It's The drama is starting to pick up like New York Does And I'm enjoying every second of it. I was laughing. So if you guys want to make sure that you guys don't miss any more of our recaps because the things in the Hamptons will be happening next week. Make sure you guys are subscribed on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or iTunes. See, I put Spotify first. That time I almost tripped myself up. (laughs) And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram by searching H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. That's at Hot and Bravoed.
1: Follow Eddie at Eddie underscore Estrada. Do you want to tell people how they follow you? You can follow me at Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram. We will see you guys next week.